Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Tuesday, October 11th. I am Jack Riggins, host of Drive Time Lincoln. Johnny Cadillac is producing the show. Uh, 82 and sunny. Although uh, it says fire weather. I'm not going to read that to you guys. But it's 82 and sunny. Feels like it's 83. We'll see if we get the All drive right. time Lincoln dip or if it gets hotter because we get fired up in here. Um, hope you enjoyed Doug Fitzgerald yesterday. He's always a great sub. Doug, thanks for helping out. Um, today is Twitter Tuesday, of course. But we are also joined by former U.S. attorney for the District of Nebraska and former Lancaster County attorney and Jim Pillen's running mate, Joe Kelly. Why? Because 49 current former deputy county attorneys have written a letter on behalf of Pat Condon as the only qualified candidate for county attorney. And I can't think of anybody better as he signed this letter than Joe Kelly to kind of walk us through the qualifications and and what's so important in this race for Lancaster County attorney. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Good to be here. Um, clearly you have been an attorney and, and essentially in law your entire life. I mean, this is what you have done, um, as the former, you know, U.S. attorney for the district of Nebraska and the Lancaster County attorney. And, you, you know, uh, this is something that you're intimately familiar with the job and you felt that you wanted to sign this letter as well. Why? I wanted to sign that letter because I think experience is a number one consideration in this job. And I look at Pat Condon with over 35 years as a career prosecutor. I've got a few more, but not many. That gives you an opportunity to have personally done hundreds of bench trials, many, many hundreds of jury trials, homicides, sex assaults, gun crimes, and... In the last six years, Pat's managed the office. So as I look at it, before we get into the importance of experience, I just don't think it's any comparison to be made there. Pat's the guy. Yeah, I mean, in the end, experience matters. There's certain things um, that have been laid out over time. People can think, well, this is political, that's political. But in the end of the day, a county attorney, um, someone that upholds the law as it's written, Having experience is a big deal. Absolutely. Um, Here's where it starts. You have to have great insight about how juries work before you even go about the process of evaluating and charging a homicide, a sex assault, major crimes. You have to have a feel for how these things play out from start to finish knowing the nuance of the many directions any particular case can go, how it's going to play out, how it might look to a jury down the line, what am I going to do if this witness who today is reluctant tomorrow becomes unwilling to testify, how am I going to evaluate my strengths and weaknesses of the case, evaluating as best a human can for possible changes so that experience plays in to that decision-making on all of those major crimes that you're going to face as Lancaster County Attorney. It informs your charging decision. 
Yeah, again, uh, we're on with Joe Kelly, former U.S. attorney for the District of Nebraska and former Lancaster County attorney. You've been practicing for over 30 years? Yeah, I think around 40. Okay, we'll give you the big 4-0 there. <laughs> I mean, that's experience. What I think people don't recognize or realize with Pat Condon is how long he's also been prosecuting and in the office of working cases. Yeah, and when you look at an individual case and the decisions that the Lancaster County attorney will have to make on a major case, they begin with things as simple as, should we do an autopsy or not? Um, And if you are wrong on that and don't order an autopsy where it should have been done, a case is in jeopardy. The county attorney on major crimes is very often in the room with the sheriff or the police And perhaps a line prosecutor, perhaps not. The investigators are asking questions like, well, can we go into that building without a warrant because we fear he may try and get out the back door? If we do, what can we look at? What can we not look at? Uh, The plain view doctrine is a legal term that means uh, simply are we allowed to take things that we see that aren't related to what we're going in there for? Should we get a second search warrant? Should we continue the investigation? I can't tell you how many times as county attorney I was on the other side of that glass listening to an interrogation uh, and was asked point blank with no time to research, no time to consult, can we continue questioning this person at this time? Had to make a decision, and it has to be right. And you don't get that simply by reading the law. Likewise, you don't uh, really get that until you, ha- until you know, how is this going to look in front of a jury nine months to a year from now? So it informs all of that process and more. And I should throw in something like this. If you're going into a, towards the end of the case, if you're going into a surgery tomorrow, life-threatening for either you or a family member, do you want to sit down and talk with the surgeon? Or do you want to talk with the hospital administrator? And it answers itself, and by that I mean families look to you in those rooms after a homicide, after a serious sexual assault. They look to you. Everybody in that room looks to you for guidance, and they want to make sure that you understand what you're doing, and they want to have confidence in that. And that's what Pat adds to this mix. Yeah, experience, no doubt. And I think, you know, one of the most interesting things is I know he um, was able to try and and convict Officer Herrera's um, killer. And I've had his family, uh, Officer Herrera's family, on the show. They've turned tragedy uh, really into a great story of outreach now for other first responders and and people through Tunnels for Towers. But to that point, um, folks, sometimes criminals walk free because of mistakes. Sometimes criminals, because nobody had the foresight to think of how to do the warrant or whether or not to advise on that interrogation. And, you know, that's just one of the more recent things that Pat Condon has done for our community. Absolutely. Uh, Making tough decisions like that every day and every week that he's in the office. And certainly doesn't afford a guy like Pat Condon time to start making up a list of crimes that are on the books that he won't enforce. And that's another reason I'm here today. I do not like the idea of Lincoln becoming a sanctuary city for certain crimes. I do not think it makes sense. 
I wonder what the other 92 counties who don't do that will think or make of that. Um, I just, I don't like the hubris that goes with making a decision like that as a prosecutor. That's not my decision. Well, and as I understand it, and maybe you, you, you can fill me in, but, uh, but quite simply, it's like serving your country. You might not agree with some of the things, right? But if it's legal, you're going to do it. And the prosecutor's job is to uphold the law. It is exactly that. And I don't know how I keep the trust of the citizens if I'm not doing that. Because maybe you like prosecutor A, who won't prosecute crimes 1, 2, and 3. But what are you going to like the next time? And what are you going to think the next time when another prosecutor decides he or she has a different list? Not the way it works. Follow the law. Follow the law. You know, one of the things when Pat Conan was on this show, uh, we discussed kind of those on, you know, I'll call them emergency warrants or once intelligence leads and now they need a warrant. And he, he discussed, and I think many of the listeners have seen shows, you wouldn't know the exact mechanics, but right there. Cases can be won and lost in how warrants are written and approved. And can you talk about that process just a little bit and why experience matters? Here's a good example. As the United States Attorney, I had to make some of those decisions, not anywhere near as frequently, but more importantly, as the United States Attorney, based on the nature of most of our charges and cases, those don't have to be made immediately. Sometimes you can wait weeks while staff members prepare memos uh, and give you some guidance on the law as it is appropriate. And that's fine. That's what you should do if you have time. But that's the key. As Lancaster County attorney, quite often, you do not have time. You can't turn to somebody else to make the decision. That's what you're elected to do. And it better be right. Yeah, again, we're on with Joe Kelly, former U.S. attorney for the District of Nebraska and former Lancaster County attorney. Um, he has signed a letter with 49 other current and former deputy county attorneys, um, essentially supporting Pat Condon as the only qualified candidate for county attorney here in Lancaster County. So we're talking through that and educating everyone on what the job really entails. One of the things that um, has been interesting to me in this is... Not only has Pat Condon done essentially um, the deputy and moved his way up, but he now manages other attorneys that are doing the same thing. So there is a leadership and managerial role that extends beyond his own trying cases and knowledge. There sure is, and part of the respect that you're going to get or not get from your staff up front has to do with that experience again. If a brand-new attorney learns, yeah, Pat's been doing murder charges and heavy-duty cases for many, many years, you're already going to have an impact on that person. They're already going to listen a great deal more to you and to your advice. And it also helps you as county attorney to evaluate of this staff of 35 attorneys, who do I think is doing their job very well and who perhaps isn't. So you're able to evaluate the courtroom attorney because you are, alas, a courtroom attorney. Yeah, well said. You know, um, in the letter it says two distinct choices are presented. Um, can you just kind of as a citizen, as somebody that's worked in this area, given the time and kind of the crime in Lincoln, discuss those distinct differences and presentations? Well, I just don't know how you can manage uh, 
crime issues as they emerge if you don't have that experience trying cases to citizens in Lancaster County, Nebraska. And it goes without saying, you'll sometimes talk to somebody from another jurisdiction who says, well, our juries react to a factual situation like that this way, and perhaps they don't in Lincoln. But I don't have that background knowledge unless I've been through that. So it informs every aspect of the county attorney while he or she is carrying out the duties. You know, one of the things a lot of my listeners uh, bring up, Joe, is the worry of the things, not to get way out there, but what we see on TV on the left and right coasts with changing laws, kind of sanctuary cities, and then lawness kind of hyper-driving. Do you hear that from the people when you're out and about? Is that discussed and do you have that fear if the wrong people are elected that we could trend that way here in Lancaster County? I, I do. I haven't had a single person in my career who's ever approached me and said, hey, there's some laws here I don't think you ought to enforce. Uh, and you don't likewise say it to an officer. The police officers, the sheriffs, the state patrolmen that I've worked with, the FBI agents, the DEA agents, none of us have conferences or calls or discussions about what we think the law ought to be. It is irrelevant to our pursuit of justice, trying to do it the best way we can for the citizens. Yeah, and I I think, you know, the analogy I always use, right, is we have a lot of people that serve the United States of America and the armed forces, but we don't make the decisions on where we go. We uphold the Constitution and the orders of those appointed above us. Um, and we use the professionalism of our duty to carry out that duty. And I think that you run a slippery slope when you, for lack of a better term, begin um, morphing what that job is, whether you want to call it changing laws, picking and choosing, or even activism. Um, it's unhealthy for a democracy in a, a place that needs law and order. Yeah, if I'm starting out with a list of three or four, why wouldn't we all expect that list to grow as time goes on? Yeah, again, we're on with Joe Kelly, former U.S. Attorney, District of Nebraska, former Lancaster County Attorney, and Jim Pillen's running mate. He has signed a letter in support of Pat Condon. Forty-nine former county attorneys and current have signed that letter because they believe that Pat is the only qualified candidate. Um you know, why at this time, because this is a long list of county attorneys, these are experienced people, um, and I think most people in Lancaster County would say thank you for signing the letter and thank you for bringing it to light so that they can be an informed voter. But why is this so important for this city and this county? When you're county attorney, and I learned this from my predecessors, people ask the lawyers they know and the prosecutors they know, hey, what about this race? They haven't focused on this race for one year or two years. They're just now looking at it. They go to a prosecutor or an attorney, and that group that signed that letter all felt, and I felt, that we ought to have our opinion at least given so people could judge from there. Well, well said, uh, Joe. I want to thank you for coming on Drive Time, Lincoln, uh, explaining this letter, breaking it down, the... Uh support that you and 48 other former and current county attorneys have for Pat Condon. Absolutely. Good to be here. Um, very interesting. I do have to say, because this is the people's platform, uh, Nancy on the text line, uh, 
she wants to give you a shout out and says you're the best public servant me and my husband have ever known. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> I like when uh, the people participate, and and she wishes you the best of luck, and and so do I. And I certainly wish you and Jim Pillen the best of luck in November. I'm looking forward uh, to you guys in charge of this great state. Thank you very much. Uh, it is Twitter Tuesday, folks. And believe it or not, uh, you would be surprised, but uh, Jane Cleave is going to be the winner of Twitter Tuesday here on Drive Time Lincoln when we come back. The call lines will be open for second segment with myself. Joe Kelly's got to run. Uh, the Rick, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline will be open, 402-479-1400. And the text line, as you can see, Nancy's already active on the text line. I appreciate that. and. Um, there you have it, folks. We'll probably come back to this letter as well because I don't want to say it's unprecedented, but I want to say that when 49 current and former uh, deputy county attorneys and county attorneys sign a letter for your county, uh, you know they care about law and order and want the best man in there. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we just had, uh, well, this is Drive Time Lincoln. I am Commander Jack Riggins, retired. Johnny Cadillac's producing the show. 82 degrees outside, still feels like 83. We just had uh, former U.S. attorney for the District of Nebraska and former Lancaster County attorney Joe Kelly on. Uh, He, along with 48 other current and former deputy county attorneys and county attorneys, signed a letter of support uh, for Pat Condon, essentially saying he's the only qualified candidate for Lancaster county attorney uh joe kelly very well spoken very experienced um kind of just broke down the nuts and bolts about what the office is what it does um why experience matters why we in lancaster county should care uh, why pat condon is the only qualified uh candidate and so uh happy to get that on uh, call lines will be open in the second segment. Um, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline 402-479-1400. And the text line. Text line's kind of been uh, bopping off. I always find it interesting. We'll talk about it second segment, how everybody goes right to marijuana on this one. And I guess I just don't know. I'm not a active marijuana user. <laughs> Why it is so important. Um, but we'll talk about that. Um, also, uh, Jane Klebe, Kleb. Um, I'm getting a lot of people probably mad at me for that one. I'll go with Kleb this time because I said Kleb. It's probably not two E's. It's two B's, which is Kleb. But uh, congratulations, Jane. You're going to get our uh, Drive Time Lincoln Twitter of the Day post, which we'll announce second segment and talk about your post. I, I think it's funny. I think it's good. I think it's probably not too far off. Anyway... That's what we're going to do for the second segment. KLAN 1499.3. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here we go on October 11th, second segment. Call lines are open. Rick Stein, recognition hotline 402-479-1400. Text lines open. Lots of texts already coming in. Uh, we just had uh, Joe Kelly, the former U.S. attorney for the District of Nebraska and former Lancaster County attorney on, discussing a letter penned by 48 other, including Joe Kelly, so 49 total current and former deputy county attorneys, on behalf of Pat Condon being the only qualified candidate for county attorney here in Lancaster County Attorney. Um, of course, that race is between Adam Morfeld and Pat Condon um, and has been garnering a lot of attention in Lancaster County given the last couple of years of our increased crime and just <laughs> increased nefarious activity going on all around the city. So if you'd like to call in and comment about that, I'd appreciate it. Always enjoy the callers as well as texts. I will get to the get to those. Um, you know, staying on that, you know, when I look at it, and even when you go to the websites, I've gone to Adam Morfell website, um, you know, and it's interesting because it, in one angle, what Joe Kelly's talking about is qualifications, and there's no doubt about it that Pat Conan is the most and probably only qualified candidate. I'm not a county attorney, so I can't say that, but 49 others have. Um, but when I see Adam Moorfield, you know, whether it be on social media or commercials or things that spam into my account, I I see him in very much kind of the national level Democrat apparatus. And you've heard me warn about this in Lincoln specifically as kind of maybe the democratic bastion that leads the state. Um, you know, he's talking about pro choice and the Supreme court <laughs> deal, you know, a lot, this talking point about abortion, about abortion. I, hey folks right now that has very little to do. <laughs> if anything, in our county attorney's race. Um, he's really, as he has been out front in the pro-marijuana camp, you know, as a state senator, you know, he's really talking about that as a talking point. Um, the other thing you see is just obsessive early voting, early voting. You know, Democrats win when we get out and early vote. Um, and so I just, I get it. I mean, if that's a winning strategy as a Democrat, you know, Talk about the Supreme Court deal. Remember, abortion's not outlawed, folks, here in Nebraska, so I don't know how that's relevant. Uh, it's okay to have your thoughts on marijuana. Uh, it didn't make the ballot. Um, in the end of the day, the county attorney doesn't change the laws. They enforce the law, so that seems odd to me. And then the early voting, that's just typical Democrat. Hey, get out and vote early and get the numbers early and hope Republicans don't turn out. So I just don't see a lot of substance. When I look at that, right? And that would make sense. He's not been a county attorney. He hasn't been active in law in that capacity uh, ever. Uh, And so it seems just like a very political move um, for him even to run. Um, I would go so far as to say not 
judging because he hasn't come in here. And Adam Morfeld, you're more than welcome to come in here and, and share your platform to the citizens of Lancaster County. I have a great track record of allowing all sides to talk on this show and would love for you to do that. But it does seem that it's a very national message, you know, following kind of that woke far left liberal agenda that a lot of people in the county and the city are starting to wake up to. And, you know, I don't see even in your right mind why you think you should be the county attorney, but would love for you to answer that. Um, So that's kind of the topic of the day, if you will. One of the things I want to highlight, we're going to go a little national tomorrow. We won't have a whatever Wednesday, but I think we'll be able to do a talkative Thursday. Is It's a pretty interesting story. I don't generally bring the SEAL thing into the radio too much um, because obviously there's a lot of national folks out there, uh, former teammates of mine. But this one's, I think, worth it. Uh, Remy Eldiki, and that is an interesting name, but you'll understand why. Uh, has written a book called Transformed. You can get it on any of the major platforms, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, and the title is A Navy SEAL's Unlikely Journey from the Throne of Africa to the Streets of the Bronx to Define Against All Odds. Uh, why? He's a former teammate of mine, and he has an unbelievable story of being born into Nigerian royalty and losing his father. Seems to be a common theme with us Navy SEALs. <laughs> As we like to say, the wayward home for boys. Uh, but nonetheless... After serving about 13 years at Team 3, one of my old teams, uh, he went on um, to get into Hollywood, to become an actor, to become a writer, clearly a book, an entrepreneur, an actor, and he's a successful husband and father. And more importantly, although he has a book out called Transformed, he has been working since service to give back by mentoring at-risk youth, fighting veteran homelessness, and he has debuted his first short movie or film called The Unexpected, which unearths international human trafficking and organ harvesting ring and its links to terrorist attacks. And so very much looking forward to having him on tomorrow, the entire show, which, again, is a national story that while Remy's service is awesome, I think what's more interesting is the transition into the civilian population and what we're going to do as, you know, war fighters coming back. And in this case, you know, using his own personal journey, which is very unique, to Hollywood, to writing a book about his story, which is motivational for people, to digging into human trafficking and organs harvesting and its ties to terrorism in his new short film, The Unexpected. So um, that you can look forward to, and I think it'll be interesting for you. I mean, this is a national-level figure um, doing some amazing stuff, and and we're going to help educate everybody around the Midwest with this. So I was going to talk, and then uh, I know Mo's on the call line. We will get to you in just a second, Mo. But I, I don't understand, and maybe it's because Adam Morfeld has been very vocal and big as a senator on the pro-marijuana lobby, if you will. And he has started in his camp talking about, you know, charging people for petty mar- marijuana crimes. Well, I'm going to go back to what I said. The county attorney is 
to try the laws at hand, not change the laws. That's not the job. And so many people have asked me about this, and Pat Condon mentioned, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it with evidence seizure, right, what you can prove, what you can't prove. These are all things that the county attorney and the office have to do. But that seems to be like one of these big deals in this case is, you know, oh, you know, this guy says he won't charge me for marijuana. Well, in fact, I will say this. The law is the law. So all of us that are out there thinking we'll pick and choose the laws, that's the wrong way of thinking as a citizen and somebody that's going to be in charge of enforcing the law in the county attorney's seat. So I'm really, honestly, not a marijuana smoker or user. I I don't know what the fascination with that is. Because to me, that just sounds like trying to get cheap votes, much like bringing abortion into this race. It's just trying to inflame a national issue that's working itself out amongst the states, if you look at the facts, and doesn't have a lot to do with this race. So I hope you will be an informed, smart voter like I'm always trying to do myself and help you with. Mo, welcome to Drive Time, Lincoln. Hey, Commander. It's Mo. <laughs> Hi, Mo. Hey, uh, I couldn't endorse uh, anymore what uh, former Lancaster County Attorney, former U.S. Attorney Joe Kelly just said in the letter that uh, he and the other 48 current former uh, Lancaster County Attorneys wrote in the Lincoln Journal Star today that... Uh, yeah, there's just no substitute for experience in that job, and um, and there's there's only one candidate that has experience; the other candidate has zero experience. Um, Joe said he'd been an attorney for 40 years. I've only got 30, but um, I have the luxury of kind of supervising a couple of attorneys now. And you can't even supervise trial attorneys unless you've been in the trenches yourself. So I think that this is. In the 34 years I've been a registered voter in Lancaster County, this is the most consequential local election we've ever had. And I would just urge everybody to go out and uh, vote for our current uh, county attorney, Pat Condon. Yeah. uh, Mo, I do have a follow-up question just because, uh, again, uh, you have experience in the law field. So does Joe Kelly. I mean, that's about 70-plus for both of you. You're also a citizen here in the county and have been around. The thing I don't understand is why is somebody running for this office who's not qualified? And and why at this moment? Do you have any thoughts on what is really going on? on that that I had a follow-up thought to something I said earlier. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious, uh, being uh, involved in politics for my adult life, that this is a stepping stone position uh, for Senator Moorfield, that he would hope to evolve from this into, into something else. That That's really the only explanation for it. And the fact that he's term-limited and can't continue in the legislature. And, and he's a very bright, very ambitious, very well-spoken uh, member of the Nebraska legislature, but I, I, I think his only motivation is um, what could he do after this? And, and, you know, again, what we've seen across the country is electing progressive prosecutors is a disaster in every single jurisdiction across the country where it's happened. And we just don't need to repeat that mistake here in Lancaster County. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Mo. Okay. Thanks, Commander. Thank you. Um... 
I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, voting base says, what everybody goes out and is passionate about. But uh, I think Mo brings up some great points about progressive prosecutors uh, throughout the nation, um, and it hasn't gone well. And there have been some progressive decisions from City Hall and the City Council that have, I think, for most Nebraskans, at least me in, in this county, gone a little too far, and we'd like to bring that back. So I think this uh, is a dangerous time, and I hope people will go out and look at experience and tried and true methods of, of law and order and prosecuting. Because that's the point of voting, folks. You don't have to follow what the rest of the nation or certain parts of the nation are doing by your vote. It is perfectly okay to say yeah we don't want that here in nebraska or yeah we don't want that here in this county um so it is going to come up to the voters without a doubt uh again uh good show tomorrow looking forward to that having a former seal teammate remy adiliki i'm gonna say remy tell me how to say your last name again um, because I've already screwed up Jane Klebs today, but uh, and I'll screw up Remy's a bunch. But I'll just call him Remy. Uh, he's got a book transformed out, and he's got a new uh, short movie in his directorial debut, The Unexpected, a piece that uh, unearths international human trafficking and organ harvesting ring and its links to terrorists. I think that'll be interesting for you all, um, without a doubt. Um, traffic hotline, I appreciate folks texting in. Um Grillmaster Chris Lofgren will be upset. We've got breaking news. Traffic lights are out at Capitol Parkway in Lincoln, flashing red in all directions. Be aware of that. And it, it seems that uh, also 84th and O um, is goofy. Folks, I am tracking you, Jennifer Tim, on the text line. Yeah, I also think uh, campaign donations are important. Uh Tim brings up a good point. I think that if you pull the campaign donation sheets, it gives you an idea of, of who's pulling for who. Is it local? Is it national? A lot of these Democratic candidates across the nation, again, when it's a stepping stone job or it's something that, oh, this guy's term limit, so we've got to try to get him somewhere, what you see is contributions coming from Washington, D.C., the East and West Coast, maybe Omaha, when in fact, let's be honest, this is Lincoln, Nebraska. vast majority of your dollars should be coming from right here, from your supporters right here. But nonetheless, we all know if you can throw enough money at things, uh, you can maybe sway the population to believe that uh, you are a good candidate. Um, and hey, I'll give Adam Orfield credit. He doesn't hide from the marijuana initiative he supports. I mean, he, he, that's what he supports. And, you know, I look at it and go, yeah, that's just trying to get cheap votes out of that from a certain demographic. Um, but, I mean, what isn't? We go to abortion. We go to LGBTQ. I mean, at some level, I feel bad for Democratic base because, you know, they're just talking about three issues that don't do much for their lives no matter how they go. And then they get in office and they don't get anything done and people then get mad at them, but they keep coming back. So, interesting. Uh, speaking of Chris Lofgren, welcome uh, in. That must mean we have a traffic update. Uh, Grillmaster hey, Chris. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Hey, yeah, just to be a little more specific, I think it's Capitol Parkway and Randolph Street. Oh, well, next, thank you. Next to Lincoln High there. That that was his reference. And I appreciate him texting it in, but traffic lights are likely out in that area. Approach it as a four-way stop.
There you go. You know what I like is yeah. you come in for some fidelity because this show <laughs> this show can sometimes be a little broad. <laughs> no, you're good. Pretty good. All, All right, good l- let me get to the tweet of the day because it is Twitter Tuesday. Jane, pro-cow, pro-choice, pro-land rights, uh, Kleb, Klebe. Well, I don't know. Either way, Kleb, Klebe, Jane, call in. I know we battle sometimes, but I am not purposely uh, – watching your name i just have not met you um but pretty funny she has a tweet out there that says we can all avoid this nightmare by voting for at blood 4g the next governor decides who to appoint pillin will appoint ricketts blood said she will appoint an independent nebraskan and she's got a funny cartoon and the cartoon is very funny i'm not it's a cartoon so i can't describe it but you you just need to go see at jane Klebe, K-L-E-E-B. Maybe that's not even the Jane Kleb that we're all thinking, but um, if it's pronounced Jane Kleb, um, I'm going to go with that because one of my texters, sources, told me to say that. It's a good, funny tweet because everybody's talking about this sass thing and the timing of it and, you know, the fact that Governor Ricketts, um, a lot of people have thought that, you know, he wants to move on to the Senate and it appears the timing will be perfect, and in fact, I, I think that Jane's text or tweet uh, probably nails it on the head. I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. I I think that that's just the way politics works, and uh, nonetheless, she's got a real funny tweet out there uh, about it and a great cartoon, so I encourage you to check it out. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks. October 11th, Tuesday. It is Twitter Tuesday. Two degrees small. Uh, Jane Kleb has won it. We can avoid this nightmare by voting for at blood 4G. The next governor decides who to appoint. Pillen will appoint Ricketts. Blood said she will appoint an independent Nebraskan. Um... I think that's just a story that's going to keep going on with this SAS resignation. Uh, University of Florida, Governor Ricketts, uh, probably soon to be Governor Pillen. And, um, yeah, I think it's highly likely uh, Governor Ricketts will be Senator Ricketts. And, uh, but, you know, people are talking about it. And there's a cartoon attached to that tweet. And it's just a funny, it's just a funny cartoon that you have to go see. So go check out at Jing. Club, I'll retweet it. You can check it out for me. You know, I don't want to hear it from you, conservatives. Why are you promoting it? It's just, it's just a fact. This is politics, folks. Things happen. There's games played all the time. Okay. Um, Joe Kelly was in, former U.S. Attorney, District of Nebraska, and Lancaster County Attorney, uh, talking about the support letter for Pat Condon as the only qualified candidate for Lancaster County. He, he and 48 other current and former deputy and county attorneys uh, signing that and talking about the importance. I think it's well worth uh, looking into there in that race. Tomorrow, excited about the show, Remy Adeliki, a former SEAL Team teammate of mine, has gone to Hollywood, written a book called Transformed, and has really an incredible journey from being royalty in Nigeria, coming to the Bronx, his father dying, and defining all odds not only to serve our country, but now fighting against international human trafficking and organ (laughs) harvesting. Um, We're going to have him on all show calling in, and that's just going to be so fun to learn about what he's doing now and how he's continuing the fight, helping out uh, along that line of operation. All right, KLIN 1499.3.